Morse code here. As you probably know, Josh cleaned out all of our best place bugs, so I'm back at the bunker. Podhacker had put a GPS tracker on Josh so I'd know when he was coming back, but I think Josh found it and stuck it to a bus headed to Canada, because the GPS says he's headed towards Canada. Meanwhile, he just walked in. With my amazing spy skills, I dived under the couch, which was not easy. It's a tight fit. Josh has brought a guest back, a Daniel Dane's hut with Amp My content. These entrepreneurs and their content. Oh God, I think they're about to sit down. Now, uh, we changed our, our opt, uh, like our lead magnet, we changed it to a quiz. Uh, matter okay. of fact, if you, I'd love, I'd love to get your opinion on this. So yeah, we went sure. from, we just had a, re, we had like a downloadable thing. It was, it really wasn't that great. I mean, we really just took several of our articles and kind of mashed them together. And I just don't think that it was very helpful for people, but we changed it uh, to now we we kind of followed a little bit of Ryan Levesque's method um, with ask. Um, yeah. And we ask, you know, what's your authority score? Take the quiz. And then, so they click on that. And it's kind of a very easy, it's kind of social media kind of, um, you know, how many, and, and we're basically just trying to give them a score, kind of like almost like you're getting your clout score or something. Um, where you answer several questions, like how many social media followers do you have? Do you have a Wikipedia article or do you have reviews? Do you have testimonials? Um, And then at the end, then it gives them, it it asks for them to supply um, their name and email address. And then, um, and then we'll, then I give them their score on that, on that page. What would you, and now from there, um, I'm sure, I don't know if you saw, but, uh, I have a free master class um, that that I give away, and it's four videos. I mean, it's really valuable stuff. Um, it's uh, basically four fifteen to twenty minute videos, um, and then that kind of leads them into. We did have an open cart, closed cart. It's no longer available, but um, it um, tees up a total authority makeover which we were offering um, for three payments of $5.99. And I can actually, we're going to tweak that now. We got some really good feedback. Um, I'm actually going to be able to bring the price down to $4.97 and um, make it a little bit more automated. So kind of more um, kind of self-help step-by-step system. So my team won't be doing the copy editing and stuff like that. But um, like I said, it's one third the price. Um, anyway, so that's kind of like our current sales funnel using your, like, uh, you know, what you've learned about this, like, do you see any like immediate tweaks or things that you'd be like, Hmm, Josh, what you really should do is dot, dot, dot. Have you seen an increase in opt-in rate from people doing it? Oh yeah. Yeah. Compared to what we had previously. Oh yeah. So in fact, with the quiz, even, who are we using? We're using lead quizzes for that. And the if they click on the start button, start the quiz, uh, 44% of them are going to give us their email address. So 
we think that that's pretty good. Like I was chatting with the lead quizzes guy. They have a free consultation when you join them. And uh, he was really impressed with that. He thought that that was pretty outstanding. So, and before it was pretty lousy. I'm just filling out the quiz myself. So 44% of people who go into the quiz give you their email. Yeah, 45, 45% completion rate. And you're basically, you are kind of replicating a clout score, right? But I think clout is, yeah. is it Twitter? Or is it, it's full authority? Like, uh, on, yeah, we, we, on we, hand, we took about 10 kind of separate indicators that we thought were, they're 10, you know, it's kind of a cross section of different things, media, podcasts, um, just as a sampling. Um, I didn't want to make that. I, I mean, initially I had like 44 indicators <laughs> in, in like a downloadable thing that they could get. And um, I just, you know, I, I just really wanted to just make it very, very simple, um, easy to complete. Um, and then, you know, use that to kind of get on, get a score uh, and then, you know, make sure they're opted in and then give them, give them lots of value. So what I would do, um, I've just gone through it now mm-hmm. and it's really good. I would possibly, once they get to the score at the end, uh, so like medium authority, low, high, very high celebrity, things like this. Mm-hmm. I would, uh, the more you give away, the more people trust you. So mm-hmm. I would even have the entire list of things that you recommend people do, but obviously adjust it based on different uh, authority levels. So the low page would have a lot of things on the celebrity page might have very unique things on. Then you're giving them a list of action work. So it's like, don't sweat this, but we clearly have some work to do. By mm-hmm. doing X, you'll get Y and Z. By doing this, you'll get this and this. So you're giving them yeah. a, like a checklist of things that are important. And then rather than say continue to a free video, usually you know that you're going to be pitched at that point. Mm-hmm. So I would say maybe like learn more. So you give them all these steps and things that you think, <coughs> excuse me, pollen is really bad, bizarrely, at this time of year. Um, so you give them all these steps that they can see because what we've just done in essence is we've got them really excited to take action on a particular problem. And then we're labeling what the problems are, but we're also stacking the benefits next to it. So mm. yes, you have these problems and these are the lists, but if you fix that, you're going to get this and that leads to this yeah. and that leads to this. And so then it's not a thing on their to-do list. It's a, it's a state change. All right. Awesome. Okay, so let me recap here. So I'm, this is this is I'm like I have the man uh, who understands uh, you know opt-ins and and uh, and you know getting conversions uh, and getting people engaged. Uh, you're, you're a smart dude. Uh, I'm like the Machiavelli of uh, opt-ins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Um, Okay, so just to recap here. So the more the more value you give away, the more people trust you. And so yeah. is there a way so so for example, like what what do you see right now on your screen uh when cuz um we're communicating on my super top secret uh designed by NSA CIA uh to be totally secure. So there's no way the hackers can listen to us right now. Uh, but I don't see your screen. Uh, and, and so do, does it have like the, okay, here's your score, blah, blah, blah. And does it have a, does it have a button to continue? 
It does. It has the button underneath, which is a continue to a free video. Yes. And, and so that, so those four videos that come, I mean, that's crazy, crazy valuable. Maybe there's a better way to segue from there to the, the content that, that I'm giving away. So it's a video version of what you've designed. I mean, you're basically giving away, you know, the report is, I mean, it's, it's hardly fair to call it a report. I mean, it's like a, <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a master, it's a dissertation. It's, I mean, it's, and it's super valuable. And that's what got, that's what you got your, uh, your opt-in rate, like off the charts, because you're giving 86, away a book. 86% right? right now. Uh, what it, is it? it? 86% opt-in rate. Sheesh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it is to do with that. It's also to do with a couple of triggers. It's giving them the next logical thing that they want. Um, like I was saying just now, when we're talking about, we go through this quiz yeah, and we're, we're telling them their authority score and they clearly have issues that they need to fix. Right. We haven't told them what they need to fix. And so they don't know the next action to take other than to click the video and click into a mm-hmm. video feels like it might be salesy. And they're so excited to do something and take action, but we're kind of, we haven't given them anything to take action. So what they might do is they might open up another tab and look at how to improve my industry authority or something like that, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, um, so surprisingly, I mean, I really kind of followed because you and I have, uh, you know, we've had a friendship here for a little while. So, I mean, I, I followed your advice. So, it actually doesn't get salesy at all. So, yeah. um, so the YouTube video um, that, that is embedded on the thank you page, um, you know, just says, hey, let's review your score. Don't feel bad. Like, you know, I'm not a perfect 100. Very few people are even close. Anyway, most people are low authority. Um, yeah. And that's totally fine. We can fix this. And so um, what do you need to do? And so that's, and that's actually when it gets into the free videos, then I give them, um, so there's uh, three different downloads and one of them's like, uh, and maybe I need to talk about, maybe I need to introduce this a little bit better because they're actually going to get like that first download is a list of all my favorite free tools for really understanding your online and measuring your online authority. So um, it's measuring your, like your website popularity, your placements, like how to tell, you know, who's talking about you, how to set up alerts on yourself. Um, So it's, it's super valuable and it's all free stuff. Um, And so that's a really cool kind of resource guide for them. The next one um, takes them through a little bit more of an audit um, and meanwhile, the videos are really kind of laying this foundation of, listen, you know, um, you know, the most valuable currency you can have today is authority. And so I really kind of build on pushing over that big domino and then give them advice on here's how to do this. Here's why you should be doing this. Um, it's not until the fourth video um, where I talk about, and this is where I kind of have to um, work on what, you know, kind of this next phase of our launch, because we had our launch, launch is over, it's open and closed. Um, We were pretty happy with it, but we definitely learned a lot of things. And so I kind of want to build now a new evergreen offer um, that that we can offer that's, you know, probably about one third the price, but it's a little bit more automated. I, um, you know how I feel because I'm always 
I'm a big fan of uh, content marketing. And I think yes. the only reason it feels salesy is because I work in the industry. We, we've, yeah. we've been around a while. So as soon as we see a four-part video sequence, we're like, okay, well, we're going to get a Jeff Walker frame. Yeah. Things like that, right? <laughs> uh, which isn't yeah. bad if your audience wants what you have. You know? Yeah. Um, what I would love, if it was me, is I would take all the stuff in the video and I would create it into an article because, mm-hmm. and still have the video embedded in the page because then what happens is that page there would actually rank for the content you're talking about. Mm. Right now, if you think about it, it's technically gated because Google can't really understand what that video is about fully. Yeah. And so you're not going to, um, you're missing out on potential free traffic of people mm. who are very warm who are looking to boost their authority. You know, yeah. if I open another tab and imagine if this article is the one that actually came up. So even if I didn't click across, this is the thing that they found. This is the page that they found. So you so would Daniel, have all that on the page. Yeah. So your pillar content um, that, that got your ridiculous opt-ins, um, yes. was it behind an opt-in or no. it's in front? So you just say, here's my, so I could take the transcripts of, yeah my video series, um, build it out into just a mega, mega article. Uh, and it, I mean, it's, it is, it's like 25, 30, it's about, I think it's about 25 pages. Um, if I were to take all the transcripts and then of course with formatting and all that other stuff, I mean, it's going to be even more so, um, you know, make it really easy to digest. So, um, so, okay. So I've got this, huge piece of content. And, and I know, again, I know this is your um, kind of what you teach at Amp My Content. Um, so I just make that a blog article? I would make it kind of um, multiple chapters. So I wouldn't have it as oh, one okay. big page. Um, because if you do that, you can also then have different chapters ranking for different terms. For example, okay. your downloading page one is uh, a list of tools of how to boost yes. your authority level. So that could be, there's probably a keyword search around that. So you could get a lot of traffic for people looking at tools to boost their authority. And, awesome. and you, the way you do it, like you don't put it in a PDF. Like you, you just have it in, a, in an article, right? Directly yeah. on your site. Yeah, because then if you think of the benefits, it's on the page. So it's all up front. So it's a huge amount of trust. Mm. Um, people will link to it, so we'll get traffic. People will continue to link to it, so you'll start to get traffic for things that you're not even targeting. So you'll start to rank for um, the tools that you're recommending and things like that. So it becomes an actual asset. You could drive paid traffic to it because it would convert at a high enough rate Mm. that uh, it would be profitable. And what you can do is you can still have that PDF as a Mm -hmm. download in that chapter because it's people want actionable items. So if, and it's the next thing they want to take. So imagine you have this, this first page and you're talking about this big topic and what you're going to cover and you're setting the, the pain point and you start talking about this and every chapter has um, a download. That's kind of the next thing. Almost mm-hmm. think of each chapter as a mini course. So like, this yeah. is the problem we're going to talk about now and here's how we're going to solve it. And also, here's a three-minute video of me showing you how to set up uh, mention alerts. 
and they click on it because you've just talked about it and how important it is. And now if they opt in, they get this thing. What I like to do is I like my audience to opt in again and again and again for different assets. Mm. One, because we shouldn't just assume that they want things. And so, um, just give it all away. So some people, if you opt in for one thing, they give them every asset, which is just an overload of information. Here's a page of every download I've ever made yeah. and everything else. Instead, by getting them to opt into certain things, every time they do, we are creating a commitment principle where they keep following. That's right. Yeah. I was just going to say from action. a cell psychology standpoint, you're yeah. getting them to say yes, 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 yes. And we're moving them closer and closer. And every time they do, and we're not pitching them, there's so much reciprocity. There's so much trust. No one's doing it right. Everyone is almost trying to make a sale immediately after an opt-in before they even get the thing. There's like a tripwire offer before the download arrives and things like this. But if we're stacking up these yeses and building all this trust, mm. yeah, that goes, uh, it, it does a huge amount for your business and, and for your relationships and things like that. Um, but it's also because it's such an asset, even right. competitors will link to it. Um, so so we, we have a training program and we used to have agency clients and things like that. But we have other right. agencies linked to our articles because it's just so good. It's easier than them writing their own. And because it's right. slightly adjacent as well, it's like the, they don't see any threat from it and they don't realize that they're actually sending their customers to us. Mm. things like that so i like the smart lazy approach i like things that can do a lot of things all at once so the article is there it can rank it can convert it can get more opt-ins i can drive traffic to it um you know uh if different platforms die you know if google died and bing became the next one i still have this asset there that Mm -hmm. people are referring to and things like that so yeah. I, would, I would still keep the video though because different people prefer different learning models. Some people are- And would you gate that behind the opt-in? No, I try not to gate anything really unless it's the next logical thing. So say like, say we talked about building authority and tracking alerts. I would show step-by-step with images how to set up mention alerts. So it's all there in the article. Right. So it's- super actionable. There's basically nine elements that make up really high-performing content online. It has to be trustworthy. It has to build authority and reciprocity. It has to have value and be actionable. So I put it all in the content, but the content is 3,000 words. And if you're following along, sometimes it's easier rather than reading an article, it is to just press play on a video. So I'm like, hey, if you want like a two-minute video of me doing this, you can Mm. get it here. And so it's it's an additional thing, but it's tied into the thing that we just done. We okay, call it well, a hyper-specific next step offer. So it's like an additional bonus. It's almost like, a, hey, you bought the DVD. Do you want the director's commentary also of this? Episode? <laughs> right? So it ties in, but it's valuable enough on its own that people actually want it because no one ever buys it separately mm. on its own. You know, No one ever mm. buys the commentary on its own. They still need the film for it to work. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that works ridiculously well. Like our lowest opt-in rate, I think, is 17%. Yeah. Um, which is just huge in our industry. And we're not using anything like clickbait or anything like that. But I so, would still have that video on the page. Yeah. So right now, um, if if I'm going through like the way that we're doing content, so and I sent you some links by the way. Um 
let, let me let me start with that. Um, and and come up, I'd love to kind of get kind of pick your brain here um, since this is you know you've really kind of nailed this stuff down. Um, so I, you know I definitely want to talk about you know repurposing content and you know how can we you know and I'll, I'll talk about my own and we'll kind of um, talk about some ways that you would advise um, to a client say for example because I know that this is you 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 provide coaching and training on on these services. Um, but if I could, um, so I sent you again in our top secret, uh, uh, NSA, CIA security, like no one, this isn't, we're not talking on zoom here. This is something designed by the, uh, most, uh, most secure minded experts available. So, uh, but this first top secret link here that I sent you, um, it's got a video here. And then it's what I really wanted you to look at would be below the video, there's an orange button that says download the lesson one authority makeover guide. And so if you open up that PDF, um, so I could take this, because right now you're going to see, I mean, it's a lot of links to all these different tools. Um, And so I basically could just turn this into an article. And then um, this article, then the opt-in um, would allow them, I could give them, so I could either say we could download a PDF version of this or, uh, or would I have them opt in to watch this video or what do you think would be, um, a a good opt-in for this content? So if I was, if it was me, I would have the entire guide as, as multiple chapters, because then it's a multi-page asset that ranks for different things. Mm, Yeah. And I do have multiple sections in here for sure. And I would it's still not have incredibly the, long. It's like it looks like uh, you know maybe like four pages of uh, content here in this. That's all good. When you actually start to expand it um, and actually show, hey, click here, then do this, then do this, mm. it fills up the content quite quickly. Um, yeah, because re- I could also do content around like, okay, well, here's like. Uh, you know, your LinkedIn social selling index, which nobody nobody knows about that. And so I could actually include a video of me walking through and demoing uh, how to read your SSI. And it's one thing to get it, but like, okay, well, what does this mean? And so I could have them opt in and watch a video of me explaining SSI or something like that. Exactly. So if I would have that on a page where you talk about it, an article so it's not gated so anyone can find it and all the value and I would show how to do it so what you can actually do is record the video first then as you go through the video you can stop and screenshot sections mm. pull out those sections and pull them into the article so you basically got not a transcript it almost is but you've you've uh, restructured it so it makes like a, a high converting blog post but mm. still t- it's still the flow of information is the same and things like that and you pull these parts out and then it's all there on the page, but it makes it so much easier for them to then say, okay, we'll click here and you can watch a quick video at the same time, side by side, you know, as you actually do it yourself. Mm. So people like that and it feels like it's the next, it feels like it's an added bonus. You've added fries to their meal kind of thing. <laughs> and, right? sure. and, it, and it makes sense on there. At, for the actual downloads themselves, they don't have to be huge. Um, so that article that I've got, 
It's got a really high opt-in rate, but it's not the most effective on the back end. People are not taking as much action as they do on smaller things. So I have one, which is I'm showing people um, how to improve a, a blog post. And I talk about the nine elements and I, I show them all the different things in the article yeah. itself. And then on the bonus, um, I say, do you want to see me quickly do this? Oh, that's a bad example. Basically, what you want in that bonus is it has to be actionable. So the PDF that you've got now is actually right. perfect because it's a, it's a compressed version of all the information they've got. So the job of the article really is to build that emotional conflict and desire and create that connection mm. so that they actually go to take action because people will just not take action until the, the room is on fire, you know? Yeah. And, and I think so that's kind of the yeah. idea what we we're thinking about with the authority quiz is we have to reveal the problem first. Yes. And the problem is like, whoa, you know, you don't have a press kit and you're saying that you want to work with the media. That's yes. You're not getting any media, like, and yeah. but we could fix this. But people don't even realize why it's a problem and how it's a problem. So when mm. I talk to our um, our students, the mm. reason I get them to make a press kit is because they might be sharing content to influencers or or things like that. They might start getting attention. Right. Imagine, imagine you are a journalist in your industry and you come across to this site and you want to feature them. If yep. you've then got to try and find an email, find a photo, find out that, what information about them and all this other yep. stuff, every step that you make it more difficult, unless you've just been uh, like accused yep. of like a mass murder spree or something like that, they're not going to go to the effort to find that information. So everything that you do in life has to be about the other person and it has to be simple for them to take action. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So the scary thing, and it was, yeah, it's brilliant that you guys have a press kit. And I think everybody should have one because, it, and what, what you're not, what, see, what, what folks in this case, uh, what you said, it's, it's the opportunities they don't know that they didn't get. Yes. It's because they didn't have it. And so, you know, it's easy for us to just kind of go along our happy way and say, well, business is pretty good. Yeah it actually could be a lot better uh, had you had somebody be, you know, be mindful and, and kind of coach you on these sides of it. Yeah. So that's Case great that point. you do. And, and you've, you've done, Daniel, I could just say you've done very, very well in making yourself available. You've done some really, really great podcast interviews and Thank you've been you. featured on a lot of great, I mean, everyone from TechSmith is, is, uh, uh, inbound growth hackers, co-schedule, which is actually where I heard you, uh, active campaign. Um, so you've actually been working with some, some big, like these are big tool companies. Uh, yeah, we've and, been really lucky. Yeah, yeah. But I think that, why, why do you think that they are saying yes to you? Yes. Um, I pitched personally. Um, and the reason being there was an alignment between my audience and theirs, but it's because I also made it about them. Um, I gave them, I made it easy. I showed that I was an authority. I gave them a, a list of topics that I thought would work. So I made it so easy, but all we had to do was say yes and book in a time and everything was ready to go. We could have recorded 10 minutes later if they wanted to. So it's, mm. it was just so easy for them to move forward. 
Um, I have an example though. So yesterday I was pitched on going on a different podcast um, who had heard us on a different show, found our press kit um, and then pitched us and they have like 75,000 monthly listeners. So it's a huge, huge podcast. Like the previous guests are UFC world champions and, and, and like it's, a, it's all about performance, this podcast. But I would have had no idea that that person was on my site and I would have had no idea that I'd missed that opportunity if I didn't have those things available for that person to get in touch with me. You know, yeah. like having that press kit and things like that in place. So one, I'm good at um, I'm good at pitching and seeing the value that I can give to others. But because I didn't miss those things on my site to make it simple for other people to come to me and off- make opportunities mm-hmm. as well. You know, which is huge. Great. Well, cool. Uh, um, so, where the service? Where do you money? So, kind of a long history of a company and all. Nowadays, basically, so we right. have our own website, our own blog that builds authority and it teaches people how to create effective content. But more importantly, it shows people how to actually distribute and promote that because what most people don't realize is you'll see a better return from actually going into depth and promoting it. And so we teach people how to do that on our blog. And then we have a training program that goes into far more detail uh, showing people how to do that. There's like 21 hours of content on stuff. It's like mm-hmm. paid ads on different channels, uh, SEO, link building, link earning, influencers, forums, all these kind of things that we actually had for our own internal training. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and then we had so many people ask about it that we started to expand and, and get people coming through the door. And um, it's going really well now. It's pretty exciting. People are getting results and things like that. But that is our main business model nowadays. We simply, um, we just go into more detail. So we teach on the site, but then we actually, if you, you know, if you want one-on-one teaching and things like that, yeah, that's the program. Well, so just so, you know, again, so, and uh, what, what, here's, here's the way that you do this. So if I'm on your website, and, and I'd like to ask you why you did it like this. So if I click on blog, uh, I go to an epic piece of content. Um, I don't know that this is actually a blog. I, this looks like a page. I mean, in terms of like WordPress, um, I don't think that this is actually a blog article. Um, but not, you, no. have, you have all these chapters and you've taken, you know, what really feels like a book and you've spread it out into eight sequential pages uh and all along the way like the on the first page um you said hey don't have well here it is no time to read right now download your free copy yes give me my pdf and then they click on that and then there's an email address to opt in is that the one that you have like the ridiculously high opt-in rate it is um yeah 86 percent on that one right now wow um if you go to the start here section as well, there's different guides there. So oh, a, big thing, okay. a big thing about me is uh, I'm all about the smart lazy and, and obviously less is more. So we only actually have that guide and three of our articles on our website. Um, <laughs> and yet it generates 
uh, revenue and traffic and sales and things like that. So, yeah. you know, like an eight chapter guide, it takes a lot of time to write. So we'd spend a lot of time promoting that and we'll even keep promoting it. It already ranks number one for its keyword. Here's the yeah. thing. If I continue to build links to it, it's now ranking number one for different keywords that we're not even targeting. So mm. the traffic is kind of compounding upwards. So the wow. reason that's on the blog page is because I don't have any of our articles to give them right now. But yeah. it, it is, in reality, it's eight guides. So it, but they're all sequential. They all tie together. The start here section is actually our sales process. It's getting people onboarded and understanding actually what we do and, and why we do it so that they are in the best possible position to choose to become a customer or not. Hmm. And so that's getting people, helping them to understand why promotion is so vital and improving yeah. content and, and things like that. Daniel, um, do you, uh, what, what is, what do you use on the back end for email communication? So we're actually testing like how are you? So when someone opts in, obviously you deliver something to them right away. And, yes. and then what happens for that person? I think you, I think it gets pretty intelligent, right? On your, on your end. Um, it's not that complex. It's kind of, it's just waiting set periods of time to give them time to consume the content. We're not waiting for specific triggers or anything like that. We could, mm -hmm. the software would allow us to do that. Um, but we're just kind of waiting a set period of time saying, Hey, that, that article, the next article is here. The next article is here. Just spreading out distance as well, because we're trying to give them, we're, tr we're trying to pre-frame them and so that they understand what it is we're going to offer at some point. And to mm -hmm. do that, we have to create neural pathways. And if we give that information too fast, too soon, mm. no grooves have been made. You know, they're still running on the old tracks. You know, they have to have these aha moments, but there has to be sort of belief in it as well. And so if we go too fast, it's like, hey, there's this and this and this and this. Do you want to buy this thing? Even though they've just got all this new information, they're not using it to base decisions. They're, they're using those old pathways. Mm. And so we're helping them to build that. But all we're using is basic email CRMs. And it's just give them a couple of days. Here's the next one. Give them a couple of days. Here's yeah. the next one. We you use active campaign for that. But we are testing out a new software right now as well, which actually has built in uh, monetary tracking where it will tell us how much a lead is worth on average based on mm. total sales and things like that. So, yeah, you know, I really like the uh, using the dating metaphor and it's, you know, generally you're not going to meet someone for the first time and spend the next 72 hours together. <laughs> you know, it's, right. you're not going to have a 72 hour first date. Um, <laughs> you know, you're going to meet for coffee. Oh, okay. I guess, you know, it was a good experience there. Uh, and then, you know, maybe you meet for drinks uh, or, you know, a drink in a, again in a public place. You know, it just, it, you, you, you nurture the relationship, but you're not like, you know, breathing down their neck, breathing down their neck at, at every turn. Um, yeah. It's kind of what I hear you saying. Totally. I have a funny story about that. A friend <laughs> went on a first date the once and he, he drove the girl home and um, a snowstorm came in. And so we had to stay on her sofa, but it was so bad. He was there for three days. 
Uh, oh my god! So Sounds like, like a premise for like a Hallmark movie, <laughs> right? And so it's their first date, and, it, and the date went well. But then it's just like they're driving each other crazy by the end of it because there's no power. They can't do anything. All they can do is talk to each other. So they just Wait, had this intense. This is a movie. I know this is a movie. Like I, I, I swear, swear there probably is one. Right? Movie. You're telling me this happened in real life. Yeah, to a friend over in the States um, who I worked at a summer camp with because you guys get crazy weather patterns and things over there. <laughs> and um, yeah, he was stuck there and it was just kind of like by the end of day four, they were good friends, but um, they didn't go on a single date again. You know? <laughs> and, and, but the, the irony is sometimes we, cre- we try and create those situations. We try and jam so much content at people down their throats that we are being that kind of, you know, we're making it uncomfortable. We're not giving them enough, enough time to breathe and grow and, yeah. you know, see all the value that we offer. They're just thinking, yeah, right. I wish that guy would stop chewing his food so loud or, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where do you see the future of content in, in ter- like, where are we going to be in five years from now? Are, are we just drowning in content right now? And so uh, content marketers are need, to, they're going to need to start, you know, quit. I, I wonder if you're going to, here's what I wonder if you're going to say, quit designing stuff for Google, uh, quit, you know, design stuff for humans. Um, I, I don't know. I, what, what would you say? We, we always need to be designing for what it is. It's a, it's a, uh, a trend machine we are almost always retroactively creating content for stuff that's already happened. People are searching Mm -hmm. for a term. And so then we create content for that, but you know, we kind of needed that created already. So Mm -hmm. it's not always the best way to create um, interactions or, or to look for interactions, especially, I don't know if you saw recently, Google have just basically, I apologize. There's so much background noise right now. There's can you hear that? It could be spies. I have a right? problem with that, Daniel. I'm just telling you. I know. I think they're actually trying to come in through the door. Um, but if you saw recently the mobile developments that Google did, you know, usually you'll have like the first free searches at the top of the page will be adverts. And they'll very clearly uh-huh. say in, in blue font that it's an ad and things like that. They've now started getting rid of all of that and making it hidden inside. So it says ad, but it's in dark font and it's only to the one side and things so it all looks like content but really they're adverts and they're at the top of the page and so the the reason people don't the reason they did that is so people click on ads and uh the reason people miss the ads is because they're like well this is just i don't want to click on this straight away i i want to look for a piece of content that's actually ranked and things so Mm. you are right it is competitive and there's so much white noise we have to start being strategic about distribution. That's why we got into it because all the channels keep changing. Google's changing and things like this. So they're actually making it now as well. So in the future, let's say that you go to a blog. If you search for a search term, a keyword later on, an article, a different article, different website might not rank for number one, because they're going to base that new search off your previous searches. Yeah. So it's like, hey, this article on this site you've been on before, you've never visited this particular page, but you have visited this site before. Let's show you that page instead, rather mm. than a different article, which might even be a better source. And so we need to be thinking about 
getting past that white noise, but we also need to be getting in front of people and the traditional channels are making it more and more difficult to do that. So we have to be more about putting that article in front of that person. We need to have this combination of whatever distribution channel, paid traffic or whatever you choose with that content at the same time. We can't be one or the other anymore. We can't just be a paid ads person. We can't just be a content person. We need to have that blend, which I know is hard because the paid ad guys don't want to create assets and the inbound guys are so scared to go out and actually pitch their thing. You know, wow. that's where the appeal was, I think, uh, previously, but we do need to blend that now. And the irony is if you're a content marketer, it's not that hard to do because you understand your audience. So you can actually write ads for them and things. Yeah. What do you think about, um, I, I know that uh, the past few months, uh, there's there's been a lot of changes at uh, you know, places like Facebook. So if you're a Facebook yeah. ads manager, it's, I don't know, man, my, everything I'm hearing is it's, it's just tougher and tougher. Um, and it's, you know, to either get ROI or it's getting more expensive. Uh, Facebook, I don't know. What's so, your opinion of, of kind of the, the, the world between social media advertising um, and, and how that intersects with content marketing? And if, if you were to give smart business advice over how someone should be positioning their lead gen, um, I, I mean, I think you've kind of already talked about this a little bit, but I'm just curious, you know, how this interplays with social. Personally, I love it because it ties in directly with what we're doing. So a lot of these platforms to get started, they make it very simple so everyone can get in and everyone can buy media and things like that. But Mm -hmm. over time, they run out of supply. And so then they have to make it more and more difficult. So people who were just running, uh, you know, you could run traffic directly to those four videos and you will make sales and you'll probably still see a profit and things because there's a good margin and stuff like that. Yeah. But it gets more and more difficult because... Facebook are trying to improve user experience. If people have a bad experience, they're going to move to another platform. Same with Google and things like that. They're always about, once they get to a certain inflection point and they've got enough money, they start to care more, more and more about user experience rather than their ad revenue. Mm. And so you can't just push people straight to uh, an offer unless your offer is amazing and the targeting is great. You can't just I push agree. people to a sales page and things like that. No. And it's right. And it's because if you think about why people are using Facebook, they're sat at home, they finish work. They're just kind of like, uh, just chilling out and they want to be entertained. They want to have value. So if we're sending them to content on a topic that they're interested in, instead, they're going to click across. There's going to be time on page. There's going to be value from a Google point of view. Imagine now you you possibly rank for more keywords to that person because they've been on your site. So there's a good chance that they'll find you again and again and again. If your content is good, they're going to get opt-ins as well. So we run paid ads to traffic and we get them for about $1.50, which mm-hmm. is way below what we can actually oh, yeah. uh, afford to budget for. And that's the reason is because we're giving massive value in advance. And the beauty is, Facebook sees that and they say, okay, well, these people are clearly converting and all these other triggers are on there. They've got massive time on page. They're actually clicking and sharing. They're even sharing the adverts and commenting on it and things. 
let's get this in front of even more people for less money. Let's charge these people less and start showing it to more people. And so it is because we're using a value first approach. It actually helps with the ad platforms as well. So that is the thing that you have to be wary of. You can use old school tactics where you just run an ad straight to an offer, but as platforms evolve, they make it more and more difficult. So, you know, like you can probably run Bing ads right now straight to an offer and it'd be super cheap, but it's because there's not that much demand on there as a platform, Yeah, you know, uh, or WhatsApp or, or whoever opens up and sets up that new platform they'll let you do that and you'll see results because they're charging you pennies on the dollar. Um, but as they start to evolve, as these different media channels are evolving, you have to change your approach or you just use a value-based approach right from the start and like, you're sending them to content. The content is cheap. The ads are cheap. The content gets opt-ins. People are linking to it. You're getting Google traffic. So it's about... Rather than creating a hunting approach where we're just going out and we're trying to bring people in and make a sale straight away, we're farming. We're creating all these assets that give all these additional benefits. And I know I went on a couple of tangents there, but that's how I see the approach that people need to be going. I think every platform is going to morph into this where you are just going to have to be super valuable. Good. Well, Daniel, um, I, I pay about $700 a minute uh, for this secure line. And so my time is about run out. <laughs> and listen, worth every single 700, every minute was, was absolutely <laughs> worth it. So I, I appreciate all of your, your sage advice, uh, both for my own stuff. Uh, and I've got, I've got a checklist of things to do myself. Uh, and uh, listen, uh, I, you know, when this Napoleon Hill project hits the public. It is absolutely going to transform a generation. And uh, so I'll I'll make sure to uh, uh, let people know uh, about the brilliant work that you're doing at ampmycontent.com. So Daniel, thank you so much, man. I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and disconnect here. Let's see, what, what was it? Was it, we're at 50 minutes times, what did I say? $700 an hour, 35 K worth it. Totally right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, Daniel. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for having me. There you have it, listeners. I'd have more to say, but I can't really breathe. (laughs) If you like what you heard, subscribe to this podcast. If you want more ways to be tortured by Josh, I mean, spy on Josh, go to upmyinfluence.com. This is Morse code. Over and out.